Welcome to podcast number 200 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. Before we get into today's podcast, let's pray because we need the Holy Spirit to do something very special today because this is a new series. We're going to be talking about live in abundance and with overcoming in your life. You see, when we maintain that mindset and we get that mindset in our heart and our mind and in our spirit, we're going to be able to deal with anything that life has to throw at us because God wants us to live the abundant life. He wants us to live a life that's filled with joy and happiness and peace. Yes, there'll be challenges. Yes, we're going to have trials in our life, but that doesn't mean we can't still live the abundant life as we go through these trials. You see, we don't have to let our circumstances rob us from the blessings of God. We don't have to let our circumstances take away the joy of the Lord because the joy of the Lord is our strength. We don't want to get away from our strength. So let's pray and ask for the Holy Spirit's direction on today's podcast. Father, thank you once again for the opportunity I have to bring this wonderful message to these people. It's not wonderful because I worked on it. It's wonderful because you gave me these words and these thoughts. It's because you gave me the word and gave us the word to be able to use and to read and to apply it to our lives. So today is going to be something very special. I believe today people's lives will be touched, quite frankly, for the rest of their life and into eternity because they are may or may not be living that abundant life, that overcoming life, the life that you designed for each and every one of us. So I pray the Holy Spirit would come in now, take control, take charge, lead me through this teaching today. And I believe that through it, you're going to receive the glory and the praise. And through it, Father, you're going to help us to understand how we can overcome the trials that we face each and every day in life. I'll thank you for that in advance. And I believe that today is going to be a breakthrough for people so that they'll receive the abundant life and learn to be an overcomer in all things. I'll thank you for it in advance and give you the praise. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This is the 200th podcast of Quality Christian Living. Now, it's a little hard for me to imagine that we've been doing these podcasts for almost two years and that in that period of time, we've had now 200 podcasts. I thank the Lord for it. We've taught a lot of lessons. We've gone through a lot of territory, everything from from faith and the gifts of the Spirit and prosperity living and many other topics. And I believe that you're going to continue to do that in the next 200 podcasts, Father, and I'll be careful to give you the praise for it. You see, It's amazing what the Lord can do when you step out in faith to try and do something for Him and to bless and reach out to others. You see, during these podcasts, we've covered a lot of topics, a lot of categories, and a lot of it came from the years of experience I had as a pastor, as a businessman, as a banker, and all those things have come together to bring to me to a place where I can bring, I believe, a podcast that'll help people's lives and touch them. We've talked about faith to prosperity, and I've talked about the gifts of the Spirit and what it is to be a generous person. We completed our series on faith just last week, and now I'm I feel led of the Holy Spirit to venture into a new series on abundant living and how to become an overcomer. You see, the Word of God has nearly 200 examples of abundant living. We read that we can live life abundantly and overcome anything we will ever experience in our life. And if you believe that, then you're on right track today. If you don't believe that, then I believe this message is going to be something very special for you and something that'll help you change your mindset to living the abundant overcoming life. In this new series, 
I have a goal to help Christians and non-believers, yes, non-believers, understand what it means to live the abundant life and how we can experience life as an overcomer. See, as Christians, as soon as we get saved, we should go right into abundant living. I mean, we should immediately understand that something special has happened in our life, that something amazing has happened, and now we have new life and new hope. The Bible says we're a new creation and that God has a plan for us and that God has a plan and a purpose for our lives. As a non-believer, though, we can't relate to that. If you've not given your life to Jesus Christ, you've not surrendered your life and asked for forgiveness of your sins and ask him to come in and change your life and submit your life to him and ask for forgiveness of those sins and move forward and make that commitment to Christ. If if you've not done that, then it might be pretty hard for you to understand the abundant life and the overcoming life. So I hope you'll stay with me, whether you're a Christian or whether you're a non-believer, because we've got something very special and I believe the Holy Spirit is going to take us through it and guide us through it. We'll go through the scriptures and we'll see how our God has a plan for us to live in peace and to have joy in our life and to avoid anxiety and worry. We will examine the lives of some of the men and women we have read about in God's Word. Now, in this podcast, we will discuss what abundance is and how to live abundant, overcoming lives. After accepting Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I started reading the Bible. I mean, I got into it. I was just so hungry to hear more about God. And if you've never gone through the Bible, if you've never started reading it, then I would encourage you to get the Bible out and read at least something every day, whether it just be a couple of verses or maybe just a chapter a day. But I believe we need to pour, I know we need to pour the Word of God into our life in order to live the abundant life that God has planned for us. You see, when I became a follower of Jesus Christ, I wanted that word in me because I wanted to understand where it all came from and what it meant to me and how it would affect my own life. Once I got into the word of the Lord, you know, it didn't take very long before I came across John chapter 10 and verse 10. And this one just jumped all over the place. And it's the words of Jesus found in John chapter 10, verse 10 in the New Living Translation. And here's, here's just one verse. The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them rich and satisfying lives. And then I got another translation out and it said the abundant life. or to, And another translation said more abundantly. And I thought, my goodness, what is this all about? So I tried to read it and understand it. You see, this passage really touched my heart. And what intrigued me about what this message said was, the devil has something different planned for us and that Jesus has something totally different planned for us. So I thought, my goodness, what in the world does it mean when it's said here that the thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. Of course, that was terrible and almost put a little fear in me. And then it goes on to say, Jesus said, my purpose though is to give them rich and satisfying life. Now, there's the the difference between what God wants to do and what the devil wants to do in our lives. And I needed to get more into that and find out exactly what were they talking about? What did that mean? All those comments that Jesus was making. So let me read to you a little bit more of that verse. It's found in John chapter 10, the New Living Translation. And it's really in the subject of the Good Shepherd, and that's Jesus and his sheep, and that's us, followers of Jesus Christ. So I'm going to read, starting at verse 9 now, and read to verse 11 and give you a little bit more. Jesus says, yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. That means if we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we can come in through the gate where all the sheep are held and they're being protected. And it says they will come and go freely. That's the sheep. That's us. And we'll find good pastures. Verse 10, the thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. And then look at verse 11. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for his sheep. 
When I read that, I remember, my goodness, that sounds that Jesus is going to be with me. And through the rest of my life and through the walk that I have each and every day and through the trials or challenges that I face, that he's going to be there. So let me make a couple comments about what the devil wants and what Jesus wants. You see, the devil wants us to be powerless. That means he doesn't want us to have any confidence, any strength, any feeling that we can overcome things, that we can get into God's word, we can pray and seek God and receive that power that we need from Christ. So he wants us to be powerless. He wants us to fail. Whenever we try something, he's going to be there hoping that we fail, unless it's something that we would get into that would draw us closer to him and not Jesus. If we want to get into illegal activities and doing things that are wrong according to the law and also according to the word of God, then the devil's going to encourage that. But if we get into things that will draw us closer to the Lord, the devil always wants us to fail. That's his goal in in our life. He wants us to live in fear and to question our purpose and God's plan for us. Now, has anybody out there ever questioned your purpose or wondering what your purpose is, what God's plan is for your life? You see, a lot of folks are challenged with that because they've not got into the Word of God or they've not learned how to pray or maybe they've not associated themselves with a good church that preaches the true Word of God and they are living far below what God has planned for them because God has given us a future and a hope. That's We're told that in His Word. So the devil wants us to rob us of that, doesn't want us to even move forward to that and think that there's really no hope. That's why people start taking drugs. That's why people many times become alcoholics because they don't find or understand their purpose and they don't seem to have any hope or plan for their life. Now, as Jesus, what he wants for us is he wants us to live a wonderful life, an abundant life. He wants us to live an overcoming life. That means a life that's filled with hope, a life filled with purpose, a life that that knows that there's more in life than just me getting up, getting dressed, going to work, coming home, going back to bed, get up the next morning, get dressed, and go to work, and come back the next day, and on and on and on. There's a whole lot more to life than that. God has given us a purpose. Now, we all have to get up and go to work, unless you were born into wealth, I guess, but most of us have to get up in the morning, get dressed, get some breakfast or whatever, and we go off to work, and we live our day. But that's not just our purpose. That's just one part of our life. Jesus wants to expand that, that we can live a abundant life, that we can live an overcoming life, a life that basically can handle every challenge in life that comes on. Now, I know I've had a lot of challenges in my life. For those of you who have listened to me, you know that I was sent to Vietnam when I was 19 years of age and was nearly killed over there on a couple of different occasions. Then I came home and started having all kinds of sicknesses and illnesses and came down with high blood pressure problems and came down with kidney stone problems and kidney infection problems. And then I went into other challenges where I was basically going to lose my kidneys. As a matter of fact, Shortly after I became a Christian, I was diagnosed with kidney failure. And the doctor told me that I'd probably only have a couple of years to live because there was no way that, that physically I could survive a kidney transplant. And back in those days, that was a long time ago, the success rate for kidney transplants was only like about 10%. But he, so the doctor said, you don't really have much of a chance to live, so you should start preparing your life. I was 25 years old. And I didn't know until later that my exposure to Agent Orange in Vietnam brought that infection and those, that disease into my body. So I faced a lot of challenges and I know a lot of you have faced the same types of challenges. So I wanted to live the abundant life after I became a Christian, but shortly after that is when I was diagnosed with this terrible disease. And then later in life, I wound up with cancer in one of my kidneys and I had to remove that. And then more recently, in the last seven years, diagnosed with multiple myeloma bone marrow cancer and told that I had maybe only six months to live. Well, that was seven years ago. Thank God he's got a different plan for my life. But there have been a lot of challenges 
challenges, but I have found through every one of those challenges that I can still live an abundant life. And so can you. Whatever you're going through right now, whether it be a divorce, whether you're going through financial failure, whether you're going through a career that's just not working out for you, maybe your marriage is in trouble, maybe you're having a problem raising your children, they're giving you a lot of grief and a lot of sorrow. Regardless of what we go through, we can still live the abundant life and the overcoming life. I'm going to be talking quite a few podcasts on the subjects of abundant living and overcoming living. And the reason I want to get into that is I want to give people encouragement and hope and tell them that God has a great plan for them and he will take us through everything. No matter what it is, God's going to take us through us through these things. Now, this series of podcasts will help us to see how to live that abundant life and how to be positive and expect God to bring joy and peace into our life, regardless of what we're going through, whether it be good or bad situations. The reason I believe that I'm speaking on abundant and overcoming living is because of all the negativity that I seem to hear around me from both Christians and non-believers. The other day, I went to a veterans meeting, and it's a breakfast meeting that I go to from time to time, and a bunch of really nice guys there, and they know that I'm a former pastor and that I'm a writer and those type of things because I've given them some of my books and given them the opportunity to read about having a relationship with Christ, and I I've given them books dealing with my experiences in Vietnam and when I was a veteran. But often when I run into these guys, I'll, I'll see someone and I'll ask them this question. It's a very typical question. You ask someone, how you doing? And many times, almost instantly, they'll respond with something like, well, I'm still breathing or I'm still living above ground. Now, that living above ground, what that means is, obviously, is they're not buried yet. But is that really the kind of response that we want to have as a follower of Christ? Now, some of these guys are believers, and some of them are not believers. And I can understand that from the non-believer, because he's just hoping just to get by day to day. But the believer, those followers of Jesus Christ, need to learn that they can live an abundant life, an overcoming life. Now, a lot of people might think it's funny when they make those statements like, I'm still breathing, or I'm living above ground. And they think it's kind of cute and kind of funny, but but I don't I don't think it's funny at all. I think it's kind of sad. I don't correct them and because I'm trying to build relationship and I can't build much of a relationship with people if I go around correcting them all the time. But I like to tell them a little different response. If someone asks me or when they respond back to me, well, how are you doing? Because a lot of them know that I've gone through challenges with cancers and various challenges in my life. And they'll say, how are you doing? I like to say, well, I'm blessed. Or God's given so many good things to me. He's been so good to me. God has been such a blessing to me. You know, that kind of reminds me, I have a little sister and my sister is, she's a little older than me, but she's still my little sister. And uh, she's gone through a lot of challenges in her life. She's had a lot of physical challenges all through her life. She's had drug problems and alcohol problems, and she's been injured many times physically. And she's suffering currently with multiple sclerosis. And it's really just tearing her body apart. But you know, for years she didn't know Jesus. And then one day she had overdosed and she was 44 years of age. And I had heard about it. So I rushed to the hospital to see how she was doing. And I prayed with her that she'd give her life to Christ. And she repeated that prayer and she accepted Jesus as her Lord and Savior. Now I had tried many times before that to help her to come to know Jesus, but it just never seemed to stick. It never seemed to work. But this time something special took place. And I remember looking at her eyes and they just brightened up. And later on, my wife went to come over and visit her also. And the two of us got together. And I remember how my little sister looked at me and she said, you know, someone came into my room last night. I think it was an angel and told me how I could become a Christian and a follower of Jesus Christ. And I gave my life to Christ. 
Now, the reason I gave you that story is today, and that was that she was 44 when that happened, and now she's approaching 80 years of age. And ever since then, she has been living for Christ. She loves the Lord. If you walk up to my sister and you say, how you doing? How you feeling? She will say, oh, God is so good to me. Jesus is so good to me. I'm so blessed. And then you look at her, what her she's going through physically. Her body has just been wrecked with the drug problem, with the alcohol problem, and with this MS problem that she's facing. And she can't stand up correctly. She can hardly even get up. She can hardly even walk across the room. But you know what? When you look at her face, her face brightens up and her eyes brighten up and she loves Jesus. And she knows that Jesus has given her an abundant life, even though she lives in a very, very inexpensive little home, one that we have to keep repairing and help keeping it fixed up so that it'll be a good place for her to live. But she lives in this little home with her son and a friend of hers and a lady friend of hers. And the three of them live in that house. But she says, I'm so blessed to have my son with me and my dear friend here to help me. And she loves the Lord, even though she doesn't have any money. She doesn't have any wealth. She doesn't even have good health, but she's got abundance and she knows what it is to live the overcoming life. So let me ask you this. How do you answer the question? How are you doing today? Think about it. I want you to just for a second think about that. How would you respond to it? Would you come up and say, well, I've got a headache or I've got this problem or that problem? And, and maybe you do. Or would you say, well, you know, things aren't going real well. I've been hoping for this and praying for that, but things aren't kind of working out or my neighbor's dog barks too much or whatever it might be. Or do you respond with, God is so good. He's so wonderful. And he's taking me through all my challenges. Yeah, I've got challenges, but you know what? My God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond anything I can imagine or even think according to the power in me. Now that's a scripture that we need to get into our heart. But a lot of us, sometimes when we're asked the question, how are you doing? We start telling our life story. But in reality, as followers of Jesus Christ, as those who know that God's promises are real and that they are in our lives, we need to respond with God is good. He's wonderful to me. I'm so blessed and so happy to be serving my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, we don't have to preach a sermon to them, but when someone says, how are you doing? We can be like the Apostle Paul. When he was in jail, when he was in prison, he basically said things like, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. And he says, they said things like, well, you know, I've gone through a lot of trials. I know what it's like to be beaten. I know what it's like to go hungry, but I also know what it's like to have plenty and to be blessed in those things. But, but I am blessed of God. And that was the message that Paul gave to us. And that's one that we need to stick in our heart and our mind. Yes, we can tell people about the challenges that we're facing and ask for them help and pray with us. Yeah, definitely about that. But when someone comes to you and says, how are you doing? Just simply, I think we should respond with, I'm blessed. Now let's take a brief tour of some of the scriptures that will help us live life abundantly. First, let's define abundance. Let me do that for you. I think of it as having far more than we need. It's having so much that we can share with others. It is having an endless supply of something. It's plentifulness, it's prosperity, it's unlimited amounts of something. Whether it be happiness or joy, it might be finances, it might be a lovely home, it might be those things, and those are things are all wonderful, but it's simply abundant living means I've got more than I really need, and I'd like to share it with someone else. Now, it's the opposite of scarcity and lack. Now, let's define the word overcoming. It is to succeed in something. It's finding success over possible failure. Now, I realize these are very positive definitions of abundance and overcoming. And you may have a little trouble, you know, in receiving this, these definitions of those two things, if, if you're going through some challenges, especially if you are going through trials and things that you just don't think, think will ever come to an end, but they will. You see, if you will commit to staying with me in this series, I believe 
you will start to live an abundant, overcoming life. And I'm not trying to promote listening to me. What I'm trying to promote is God's Word has instructions for us. He gives us directions on how to live an abundant, overcoming life. Let's get into that. I'm going to read in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses maybe 16, 17, 18, in that range, because it's talking about what it is to be a Christian, what it is to follow Christ, and what do we receive from that. So basically, the Apostle Paul is talking to the people in Corinth. And in this chapter, in chapter 5, in verse 16, here's some words he says. So we have stopped evaluating others. He says, I've, he says I'm basically want to help others. He said, from a human point of view, we don't want to look at other people. At one time, we thought of Christ merely as from a human point of view. Now, differently, we see him. We see him totally different now, he's saying. In verse 17, listen to this. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. Listen to that. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So what he's saying here is that we're different. We've changed. We have a whole new purpose for life. We have a whole new reason. So in order to live the abundant life, you first got to become a Christian. You need to be a follower of Jesus Christ to understand what it is to be abundant in all things, regardless of our circumstances, and to handle those situations. That's why I mentioned earlier that if you're not a believer, you need to give your life to Jesus Christ and accept him as your personal savior. And then all these things open up to you. Let's go to another scripture and let's listen to what it says to you. This tells us how to defeat challenges, temptation, and live abundant life. It's found in Matthew chapter 4 and verse number 1. Let me read a few verses. I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. This is the temptation of Jesus. Verse number 1, it says, When Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil, for 40 days and 40 nights he fasted and became came very hungry. During that time, the devil came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. And Jesus told him, No, the scripture says, People do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil goes on and he continues to tempt Jesus. In verse 5, he basically says, You know, if you'll do this and you'll do that, then I'll respond accordingly. And Jesus basically says, The scriptures also say that you must not test the Lord your God. And then the devil was testing Jesus and saying, Well, why don't you do this and why don't you do that? You see, the devil does same thing to us. He tells us, so why don't you just forget doing that? Why don't you stop going to church? Why don't you stop praying? Why don't you stop giving tithes to your church? Why don't you just get a divorce? Or why don't you just throw your kids out of your house if they're giving you trouble? And the devil wants us to do those things, but Jesus has another plan for us. He wants to help us. The way Jesus responded to the devil when he was tempting him, because Jesus knew that he was living the abundant life, even though he was being tempted by the devil himself, Jesus said, get out of here, Satan, for the scripture says, you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil went away and angels came and took care of Jesus. You see, that story tells me that after we've become a Christian, we become a Christian, we're following Christ, then the devil comes in and challenges happen, temptations happen, and Jesus wants to come in and tell us, we just need to tell the devil, get out of here. Leave me alone because the word of God says that I must worship the Lord my God and serve only him. And when we do that, then it says right here, the devil has to leave us. It says the devil went away and angels came and took care of Jesus. That is one of the keys to living the abundant life. Now, a passage of scripture that helps me every day is found in the book of Philippians chapter four. It's one of my absolute favorite chapters in the whole Bible. The apostle Paul wrote this while he was in jail. He was in prison. That is what I call being an overcomer. Let me read to you Philippians chapter four, verses four through eight. Here's the key to living an abundant life. Remember, 
Paul was in prison when he wrote this. Philippians chapter 4, verse 4, New Living Translation. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. Remember, the Lord is coming soon. Verse 6, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and your minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And now, dear brothers, he says in verse 8, and sisters, one final thing, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you've learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. See, Paul isn't bragging. He's not boasting. He's saying, I did all these things because God is my source of strength. He's the one who helps me. Paul said that I need to fix my thoughts on what's true. We need to do the same thing. What's honorable, we must do the same thing. What's right and pure and lovely and admirable. And then he says to think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise in order to live the abundant life. Life and an overcoming life, we've got to think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. And it says, keep putting, he says, keep putting into practice all you learn. So what we've learned in the Word of God, what we've learned through this podcast, what we've learned going to the church and hearing a great message come on positive living or, or encouraging living or abundant living or living an overcoming life, we've got to put those into practice. And Paul basically laid the foundation in it in verse 4, and he says, be full of the Lord. And I say it again, rejoice, he says. And if if we want to live the overcoming life, we've got to learn how to rejoice in the middle of our circumstances. He says, let everything that you consider doing, do it all. Remember, God's coming. Let everyone see that you're doing good works. Let everybody know that you're happy. The appearance that we have around other people is really a witness or a testimony of whether God is working in our life or not. If you have ever gone to church or seen someone that you know in church, maybe at a grocery store or something, and they're down, their head's down, they look sad, they look disgruntled, and you talk to them and all they talk about is all the negative things and all the challenges and all the trials. I understand we go through trials. I understand we go through difficult things. But Paul is trying to tell us as he's in a prison cell that we need to rejoice in the Lord. Regardless of our circumstances, we need to rejoice. And when we do that, we are living the abundant life. We are living an overcoming life. And we can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens us. Paul basically says, tell God what you need. So if you're going through a trial, let him know what you need need and thank him for what he's already done. You see, many times we have a need in our life and we, we ask God, help us, help us, help us. But we don't go back and say, God, thank you for answering prayer. Now, every single night when I take medication for the multiple myeloma bone marrow cancer that I'm being treated for, it's a chemotherapy pill that I take. My wife and I hold that pill together and we thank God for what he's done. We thank him that we have been blessed and that we're coming through and going through this situation. And even though I'm in the middle of this challenge, it's been almost seven years now. But in that seven years, and please forgive me for using myself as a reference in this, but I have to because that's who I am. That's what I'm going through. I'm not making this up. I'm not saying, I'm also not saying that I've got all the answers. All I'm saying is that God has the answers. And so I go to the one who has the answers. God has the definition of what abundance is and what living an overcoming life is. And I go to him to get help from that. And I get that help in his word. As a matter of fact, this particular scripture I've given you, and I've mentioned it in other podcasts, and that's Philippians chapter 4 and verse 4. Four, six, seven, and eight. I pray that every single night before I go to bed. I just thank God.
God that and I, in verse 6, I pray and I say, Lord, I thank you that my wife and I don't have to worry about anything, but instead we can pray about everything, Lord, and we can tell you what we need and we can thank you for all you've done. And then tell him, Lord, because then I know that you'll, I'll experience your peace and, and it exceeds anything that I can understand or even think. And it'll guard my heart and mind in Christ Jesus. You see, that's the word of God. Let's get it in us. Let's make it such a strong part of our life that when we have a challenge, when we have a temptation, when we're going through difficult things, we rise above it through the power of God's word. And when we do that, we will learn what it is to live an overcoming, powerful life one that's filled with abundance. Like my little sister, she may not have a fancy house or any money, but she's living the abundant life because of her relationship with Jesus Christ. And the same thing can happen for you. Well, I hope this has been a blessing to you, this podcast. So I'm going to pray for you right now and ask God to help you and help each one of us as we move forward to try and live that abundant life. Now, before I pray, I just want to say something. I'm not saying that I live every day of every minute every day in a perfect, wonderful, harmony life with joy. I have my challenges. I have the things that I have to sit down and get serious with God about and pray and and go to a doctor and get examinations and things. But I can tell you this, God will never leave me nor forsake me. And he's a very present help in times of trials. And I've experienced that because of that, I can live and you can live also the abundant life and be an overcomer. Father, thank you for those who've listened in today. I pray blessings would be upon them. I pray, Lord, that they would take this this podcast to heart and and apply it to their lives. Let these scriptures go deep into their heart, Father, and into their mind, Lord, and let it become a part of them, Lord, that they'll understand what it is to be thankful for their salvation and to be thankful for who you are and what you've done in the past, Lord, and to expect you, God, to do great and glorious things in their life. I pray, Lord, that they'll be more than conquerors, Lord, more than overcomers, Father. They'll live life and live it abundantly, God more abundantly than what they can imagine or even think, God. I believe it and I claim it for them in the name of Jesus. And I believe for those who are struggling, Lord, with challenges that right now, wherever they are, whatever they're doing, Father, you'll lift their spirit and that the Holy Spirit would move into their heart and mind and give them that comfort. I pray that those who are listening in would pray with others and seek help from others to live that overcoming life. And I'll give you praise for it in advance because I believe great things have been planted today and it's going to grow into a great life of abundant living and being overcomers. And I thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Amen. Once again, I hope that you were blessed by this podcast. And if you'd like to hear more about quality Christian living and what we teach, you can go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you get there, you'll find a link to all the podcasts that I've done. And the link is right on the front page there. And that'll take you directly to the 200 now podcasts. Depending on when you're listening to this, it might be more than that by then. But this is the 200th podcast. And I would pray that you'd be blessed as you can look up many subjects and topics that'll help you in your walk with God so that you can live an abundant life, a quality Christian life, and live life more abundantly. In addition to that, on my webpage, you can go and see that I've written several books, and they're on there, books on how to get out of debt, how to have faith, how to live a generous life. I even have help for some veterans there. So I think there's five on there currently. There used to be six. I've got to rewrite one book, but we have five that's on that webpage. I hope there'll be a blessing to you. Now, if you'd like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that by going to cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. Well, I pray that you'll be blessed, and I thank you once again for listening in to this podcast today. Allow me to close with these words. 
May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. So until next time, may God richly bless you and may his face shine upon you. And I'm telling you, next podcast is going to be an extension of this teaching on faith. It's going to be a teaching that helps us to understand how it is to live that abundant life and where we can get the strength to do that. I'm looking forward to it. I hope you'll let your friends or family members know that we're teaching a series on abundant living and living the overcoming life and it'll be a blessing to them. So thank you once again for listening in and may God richly bless you.